coming in hot chichi on a Friday, baby. How you doing? Good. I'm I, like highly anticipating who won your uh, family bowling outing last night. What is this called? The, the Casey Inconven- Inconvenient. <laughs> the Casey Family Inconvenience Bowling Classic 2. Second annual. Oh, my goodness. Sarah made shirts up. We got a trophy made up. It was me, Carly, and Sarah versus Andrew, Jake, and Jillian. Wow. And, uh, you know what? They we won the first game they won the second game so it came down to the you know oh nitty gritty and dude the rubber match the man right here I, i'm just gonna say it i shot a 183 bro basically ah. basically put the team on my back said guys <laughs> come with me to the promised land just do i t- only two open frames what yeah dude that's what i'm saying i had four i had five strikes Three spares and two open frames is a 183. That's how incredible, like, guys, that the guy next to me, there was, a, there was a guy next to me, dude, he had, you know, he had three, like, legit, you know, that the, you know, the bowlers have different balls. Like, you and I go to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, got like a AMC bowling. Ball. Yeah, dude, the ball <laughs> spins. This guy, two lanes next to us, dude, had a, three spinner balls. This guy was ridiculous. He, th- he, he put up a 231. Wow. I mean, that's, that's incredible. That's why when you see Mookie Betts bowling a 300, unbelievable let's go that's incredible dude i just bowled the game of my life dude sweating bullets pitting out <laughs> 183 riding the rails you know i was i literally was like it was like kingpin all over again it was like felt like bill oh, murray how great is that movie by the way oh, that's, one of, great. Classic. that's one of the funniest movies ever when he's with like he starts the cha- when he started the charity for uh single moms <laughs> and he makes the one mom the center he's like go deeper t- timmy deeper <laughs> that is one of the raunchiest movies so of all time it's so, so good so good anyway oh my god hey so we're in we're in good spirits not everybody's in good spirits who who might be a free agent in major league baseball right now first johnny Heyman, our boy the hammer uh hammer. threw a tweet out there i don't know if it was last night or, or two days ago saying do not expect very many if any signings until 2024 right which is which is pretty pretty amazing usually guys try to be done by then i would guess but now here's here's the thing that 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 got to me i feel bad joey vader joey vader joey vato joey vader (laughs) joey vetter eddie vader Vader. this is what joey vato said on 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 the old x or twitter being a free agent is like that scene from gravity where sandra bullock (laughs) detaches from the explorer (laughs) you're all alone no one is answering your calls and you don't know if you'll get back to base your only hope is george clooney saving you save me george (laughs) that's a great that's a great that's well you know why it's even better you know why it's even better because george clooney's from cincy Oh no way! I wonder. I believe. Oh, I, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, double check that for me, so I don't sound like an idiot. But I'm almost positive. I think George right. Clooney grew up in Cincinnati. His okay. dad was a big radio guy there, I, think, I believe, or t- TV guy, and and uh, Clooney has big time roots there. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking at this one thing. Matter of fact, I know I'm right. Wait, according to an. All right. He was a freshman starter for the Augusta Independent High School baseball and basketball teams. Is that Cincinnati? If this is in the Cincinnati, Cincinnati raised actor. 
and he wanted to play baseball. And that's Clooney, right? Yeah, Clooney. Told yeah. you, dude. Told you. So, like, for, so Votto reaching out to Clooney is a good one. Because Clooney, Clooney could actually save him. He probably has some big-time connections. Maybe the Dodgers. Clo Clooney could actually pay him more than whatever contract. <laughs> <laughs> Clooney could pay him, like, 12 mil a year just to hang out in, in like, his, uh, his, his Italian uh, villa. <laughs> <laughs> and drink Casamigos with them all day long. Yes, drink Casamigos. Randy Gerber, everybody. Just everybody, Casamigos, yeah. Joey Votto, George Clooney, everybody. Just let's get together, have Casamigos, so and uh, pay Votto to just go uh, go make them drinks all day. Yeah, yeah exactly. But 12 you, mil a year. What, when we were talking about this earlier, you said you know the feeling Joey Votto has, don't you? Dude, I know that feeling, man. Like, I remember in 2008 when I was a free agent, I was just sitting there and uh yeah no one's calling it's the weirdest it's the weirdest feeling like <clears throat> i remember calling my agent too and being like calling my agent too and being like hey uh you heard from anybody he's like really uh no no one's calling no one's calling so it, it definitely is a weird oh, feeling. I, I i think it's when when teams I think probably Heyman's right. After the new year, you know, everyone's taking Christmas break right right now or taking the holiday breaks. Mm -hmm. After the new year's, I think you'll start to see some uh, dominoes fall. Yeah. How stressed out are you, though, if you haven't signed with the team yet and you got, like, little kids or something and you got – I mean – Well, yeah, it's stressful, dude. Like, especially if you're – I was fortunate because I had made some money. I'd started for 10 years already, you know what I mean? So, like – if I had played or hadn't played no eight, I would have been okay. Hmm. Although I was one day short of 10 years, bro. I was oh. nine years, 171 of service time, 172 is 10 years. So I needed opening yes. day. Can you explain? I don't think everybody knows what that 10 years means. Like dude, everything, obviously, but explain it to the, that 10 years, full pension. You know what I mean? So like in any, in any profession you get, if you're getting a, a, a pension, whether you're a cop or a, teacher you know 20 years 30 years man you want that pension you know mm -hmm. and a half a pension is obviously five years a full pension is 10 years now listen how difficult that is it's five percent of guys that get drafted make the big leagues of those five percent 17 percent played 10 years or more yeah. so to get to that 10-year mark dude is like just like a feather in your cap it's a it's a to say man you not only have you done it you've done it at a level that not many in the human race wow. I've done it. So like that yeah. 10 year mark is big. I know Todd Frazier's, I think he's like, I want to say he's yeah. 40 days short or right. 60 days short. And that's why he wanted to come back right. to sign one more year to get that, get to that 10. Now he didn't need it because he's made enough money. He's had yeah. a great career. He's been to all-star games, won home run derbies. But you know, when you look back at your career, when I look back at my career, I go, man, 11 plus years of service time, 12 yeah. years in the big leagues. Like, that means something. So I, I think that's that's big and like Stu too. He's lucky. Stu. Stu's always looking me, man. You know what it is? There's a lot of birds out there today. Oh, he see he just jumped up <laughs> to the window. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that's a good good explanation. Yeah. So for no, and and when I, when I was circling back, for guys that haven't aren't at that stage of their career that might be off the bench guys, maybe, uh, you know, right at their free agency, they're finally there and they're just not getting the looks they want. Yeah. It's an uneasy feeling, man, mm -hmm. because you feel like you've earned the right to be a free agent. Where are the teams? 
Right. So, you know, but for a guy like Votto, obviously he's made a gazillion dollars yeah, in, yeah. and he doesn't need another penny, but he would That's probably like point. to play one more year. Yeah. All right. All right. Now to the, the there's the good, the bad, and the ugly here. <laughs> this is ugly, man. Uh, this Hall of Fame voter, first of all, crushed, being absolutely crushed on social media, especially by uh, the person he left off his uh, Hall of Fame ballot's son. <laughs> so this guy's name is Marcus Breton. Right. He puts his ballot out, which I appreciate everybody. If you're if you're a voter, I want to see your ballot. I want to see it. Right. Don't be that guy who doesn't show your ballot and, and hides behind something. That's part one. Part two, this dude put his ballot out there. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Like there's a, a number of things behind this, but the, the one is like last year he voted he voted for Manny and A-Rod. This year he didn't. So nothing's changed on that. So why take them off? You know, it's not like there are more PED right. things on that. That's part one. Part two, he left he left Gary Sheffield off the ballot. The reason that's important is because this is Gary's last chance. And right. Which already is ridiculous to me. Right. That is his last chance. But secondly, he he kind of clapped back at the people who were like, how do you leave Gary off the ballot? And he's like, oh, I can vote for him next year. Uh, no, you can't. And if you have that kind of power to be one of those voters and you don't know the rules of what you're voting for, get off, get out. You should, t- he should be a limit. He shouldn't be allowed. I don't mean to come down too hard on this guy, but I don't like the entire process in general. You as a major league baseball player have to have a feeling about how the hall of fame vote works. I, I, I also feel like I really do feel like, players should be more involved in the voting too. Like I said, like yeah, when I'm, we're talking to Billy Wagner last week, when you play against certain guys, you know mm-hmm. who the Hall of Famers are. Kurt Schilling, it's a joke that Kurt Schilling is not in the Hall of Fame because of his view, political views. Like this guy should be in the Hall of Fame because of his numbers. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think, you know, I, I you know, I think it, it is a big deal. And I know, I obviously know a lot of, I have a lot of friends in the industry that are Hall of Fame voters and they take it very, 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 very seriously. Agreed. Very seriously. So I would just say, if you are a Hall of Fame voter, you know, this is, this is a big deal for those players. Mm-hmm. And if you have the key to the city there to, for, to change even people's lives moving forward, I mean, if you get into Cooperstown, you your life changes as far as financially it changes as far as so many different things right and just the status to know that you did it right so for so i would just say like man you i really do feel like if you if you are a hall of fame voter you really got to know they got to know the rules you got to know uh you know what 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 the voting looks like and you know when i see ballots that don't have gary sheffield and todd helton on there and you know you know I'm like, wow, I, that's 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 incredible. But yeah. like I said, for me, if Gary Sheffield doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, come on, let's let's right. let's go. Like, let's agree. Let's clean it up. And I was with Leland, Jim Leland yesterday, and we were talking about Sheffield, and he said, "Hey, listen, go back." He's like, "There was a ten-year period there where Gary Sheffield was the most feared hitter in baseball, mm-hmm. and and maybe until Pujols came along. Mm-hmm. But there was you go 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 look at it, dude. I no, mean, there was true. there was." There was years there where you're like, this is the guy you don't want to face. This is, yeah. and so then you will look at his numbers: two ninety two career average, almost a three hundred career hitter, 
to almost 2,700 hits, 500 home runs, um, you know, longevity, uh, 14, like uh, almost 400 more walks than strikeouts, Chinch. I mean, this guy was incredible. And uh, listen, I played with him in 2007. He was one of my favorite teammates ever. He was quiet in the clubhouse. I know you sometimes feel like, well, Gary Sheffield quiet. Yeah, he was quiet. Hmm. He was, he was, he was a guy that was up front. He was, he was loyal as the day is long. And for anyone that's played with Gary Sheffield, they knew you, you knew he had, you had your back too, you know? So I don't know, man. Gary Sheffield for me is a Hall of Famer. He's at what fifty five percent of votes, so the votes are going up. Yeah. But t- I hope, I hope he gets to seventy five, oh. man. And I hope they get, I hope they get it right. I hope they get it right. And that's the bottom line because for me, Gary Sheffield's a Hall of Famer. I one hundred percent agree. You know, one thing nobody really talks about, and you can probably explain this too. He did that ten year period. He did that consistently. By and he was changing leagues and changing divisions. So every year he was playing. It, it's not like you know. Uh, is there something too like you know? You play for the Reds. You're in that division. You kind of get to see guys more and more consistently. He was going right. AL, NL. He was going right. West Coast, Atlanta. Like, and yeah. and every year the numbers were the exact same. So he was seeing pitchers yeah. he had maybe never even faced on a yearly basis and going. You know, 285, 33, and 115. Like, right. oh, dude, that's a gr- chance. That's a great point. Thank You're you. exactly. That's not easy to do. That's not right. easy to do. And all the people that say, you know, sh- chefs come out to say staunchly, I never did any performance enhancing drugs. And I know there's the whole thing with the cream and his address on there or whatever. And he, he's, he has a whole, there's a whole nother story about that. You can look that up. Yeah. But, at the end of the day, look at Gary Sheffield's body of work. His body never changed his whole career, mm-hmm. and he never had that huge jump. 35 home runs to 70 or 35 right. to 60, right. 35 to 58. He never had that ever. His numbers were really, really consistent every single year. So if that's your reason you're not voting for Gary Sheffield, like you really got to look at this and make sure that you're right. Yeah. You better make sure you're 100% right when you're not voting for a guy like Gary Sheffield and you think you have evidence, because I know, and everyone knows there's guys in the hall of fame that are in and that did performance enhancing uh-huh. drugs. There's no uh-huh. doubt about it. hundred percent. I don't care what anybody says. So they've said, well, there wasn't the total evidence. You know what? We all know. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, guys know. And at the end of the day, so yeah. a guy like Gary Sheffield, I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like yeah. he's hall of famer. I played with him. I played against him. I love it. And again, back to the end, you, you know, you have a vote, you are judge, jury and executioner. So just be responsible with it. And like you said, I'm not killing everybody that does this. You know, we, we know, Ken, we know, Sherman, we, we know these guys spend, they spend the entire year and they are looking three, four, five, six years ahead. And they're trying to make sure if they think a guy should be on, like how to get him in. Like, so respect to the guys who respect the process no respect for the guys who do not respect the process. I think yeah. that's what we say. Yeah, and also, too, like, for the guys that are voting for players because they don't like them, you need to stop yeah, that no. stuff. You need to yeah. look at the body of work. These aren't, This isn't about feelings and stuff like that. This is about performance. This isn't the holy land. It's the promised land. You know what I mean? Like, at that's the right. end of the day. So, like, vote the guys in that, need, that, that deserve to be in. And, I know, and also, too, well, the, the last thing here. The reason Cooperstown is the greatest Hall of Fame in the world is because it's super, super hard to get in. You're not going to see 
guys like you see maybe see in the NFL where six, seven guys go in. Right. You're not seeing that, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I understand the process, understand that it's hard, understand there's great players out there, but there are certain players that should be in that aren't in, not because of their baseball merits. Right. Cheers to that, man. You're so yeah. good at this job, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no bowling today? Are you done with any uh, of the family activities? Or what are you guys? Uh, no, yeah, no bowling today. What are we doing today? Just <laughs> We're just hanging out. I just took a nice little walk. My, my son and daughter are doing that 75 hard. What you ever that? seen that? No, oh, dude, it's like... 45, you have to do a 45-minute walk every day or a 45-minute workout outside. Okay. And then you have to do a 45-minute workout inside. What? Yeah, you have to drink, you know, uh, a gallon of water a day. You have to read 10 minutes every day. Okay. And no alcohol, which obviously I've killed yeah. my daughter's 18, so there's no alcohol there. <laughs> my other son's 22, you know, so there could be. But it's like, so there's, a, there's but it's. It's called 75 hard. It's pr wow. pretty cool. Andrew's already done it once. Carly's wow. joining them to do it. So it's pretty cool. So I, I was just took a walk this morning. I just took a walk this morning. I was coming back and I see Andrew's like, Hey dad, I go, do you doing your 45 minute walk? He's like, yeah, I got 35 wow. minutes to go. Wow. <laughs> Should be listening. All right. If anybody's out there doing that, you got to listen, listen and subscribe to the mayor's office on your 45 minute walk. And it'll, that's right, dude. Yeah, exactly. Down the line, right? Exactly. All right, Love it. All right, All right brother. What do you, what do you, Chinch, what do you got? Hey, Rob's back. Your brother's back in town. I, saw, back in town. I text him last night. I said, congrats oh, for nice, being back. Dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's so psyched. We're psyched to have him back. And uh, <sighs> that's great. Where's uh, he living? Uh, he's, living uh, with his, he's living with your dad right now? He's staying with my dad right now. Uh, and, but like, he's already looking for places. He's going out to Montauk, man. He's going to live on the, uh, on the ocean. So. We'll on see. the end of the end of the, he's deserved he deserves bro just out in la for like 55 years i know yeah, yeah exactly so yeah i'm yeah, gonna see him a little later today so it's gonna be great today's friday right all right it's week friday let's go have dude, the weekend everybody. yeah yeah have a great weekend, happy everybody. new year everybody too. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah what are we gonna do we have to, we'll figure out what we're doing for new year probably we'll probably see you next tuesday yeah all right yeah, yeah. or maybe we'll pop one on on new year's day we'll see never know never know, never, yeah. know. never know what's happening yeah all right, all right all right, bro. Love you, man. Have a great weekend. See, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. See you.